1: The numbers told the story, they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Good
2: Tuesday morning, too. It is a numbers game at Visa, the sports betting network. VSIN.com, the Visa app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, and of course, DK Network. Gil Alexander, Kelly Bidlin, live from Bar Canada at the D here in downtown Las Vegas. Um, what a night! Double header football, baseball results. We'll talk baseball with Mark Borchard coming up later on the show. Todd Wright will join us to talk Survivor. He's doing a Survivor pod this year, Um, so we'll talk to him about that. We have our power rankings updated. Mm -hmm. Let me just say
3: 9 and 10 are a little difficult, 10 especially. (laughs) It's a big change from week one. Week one, it was like, how do you fit all these good teams into the top 10? I only had two differences.
2: Well, my omissions turned out to be okay in week one. And uh, we also want to do, because we we touched on this yesterday about last team to win a football game. So last remaining winless team, last remaining undefeated team. We want to take a look at those markets uh, because we talked about yesterday how the Cardinals look to be the overwhelming favorites in the last winless team market. Now that they've banked, quote unquote, two losses as you look at their schedule moving forward. But there's some other ideas that I think uh, I have on both. And maybe you do as well, Mm -hmm. or at least least an analysis of that market. Uh, We'll do that as well. Uh, I want to say something. There's so much I want to say about the NFL, too, because I'm hearing some things out there. We want to touch on this one bet that some folks made Uh, first, though, last night, the doubleheader in the National Football League. Uh, we'll get another doubleheader this coming Monday as well. We have a few of these this year. New Orleans at Carolina last night. New Orleans gets it done, Kelly. They only get it done. By the way, did I say hello to you this morning? Was that very rude of me?
3: No, no you didn't. Hello, okay Kelly Bidlin. You know, I just chime in, anyways. Come I on.
2: <laughs> Still, just I overran it.
3: How great was the doubleheader, though? Because this this game that you're talking about sucked. Sucked. So it was great to have yes. another option to go to.
2: Yes. Well, New Orleans, Carolina, the game that, and let's re- let's repeat that sucked sucked uh carolina ends up losing by only three new orleans wins it uh 20 to 17 as the old back door was open most people this was the push in the end but i will say this i mean this is a testament to the power of shopping treasure island let's just use vegas uh casinos treasure island had carolina plus three and a half little old treasure island down there they had plus three and a half the south point my mishpocha chrissy andrews um they went to three and a half in this game for about 90 seconds at 2:30 p.m. Pacific yesterday, and people crashed that for 90 seconds. That could not have been too fun for Chrissy and those guys. Um, that's the power of, of shopping. So uh, I'm sure they took some huge bets at that point. He, listen, it, it's one of those things, too, where this is such palinko. The, the Saints defense, who held all game long, then they go into this pre-bend mode. Uh, Carolina goes 75 yards down the stretch. Bryce to Thielen from three out. Then a two-point conversion from Bryce Young to Thielen, 20-17. to 17, uh, The onside kick failed, and the game was over, basically, at that point when New Orleans ran out the clock. The, the biggest play of that game needs to be talked about though which was it's a it's a 6-6 game eddie pinheiro just hit kicked the 54 yard field goal for carolina it's third and seven at the new orleans 28 for the saints 722 left in the third quarter Derek carr deep to chris olave on the left sideline on the far sideline from our vantage point for 42 yards olave catches it diving off the bounce he keeps his concentration. Corrals the football, then gets up and spikes it. And fortunately for the Saints, the ball then goes out of bounds because Carolina, <laughs> yeah. one of the Carolina defenders, was trying to grab the ball. And by the way, seven plays later, then Tony Jones Jr., kid off the practice squad, goes in from two, and New Orleans leads for good at that point. Um, but that was, and I'm told, because I didn't have the audio on, I'm told Bucket Aikman said nothing said nothing but literally the entire game could have flipped on olave with this unbelievable catch then getting up and just spiking the ball for no reason
3: yeah no whistle that was uh i saw it didn't have the audio on but saw it yeah that that was a big one it was a night full of uh, some disastrous decisions and uh terrible terrible turnovers and plays there's no doubt about that
2: well what you're referring to obviously is the, is game two what an on-brand win for the pittsburgh steelers franchise not only their 21st in a row at home on monday night but bookended by two defensive touchdowns. Um, not, not exactly bookended, but the very first play from scrimmage for Cleveland, obviously. Uh, Deshaun intended for Harrison Bryant. He leads him too far. It tips off Bryant, goes to Mika Fitzpatrick. He collides with Bryant. The ball bounces up. Alex Highsmith grabs. It goes 30 yards to the house, 7 to nothing. Pit 9 seconds into the game. Pittsburgh's up. The, the Steelers offense, Kelly, never got past the 31-yard line. They only had the big play pickets of Pickens, 71 yards to the house uh, late in the second quarter, or at least past the midway part uh, mark of the second quarter, but that was their whole offense. Otherwise, they were pretty anemic. Uh, and again, and then the big play because Cleveland had retaken the lead late, twenty-two to nineteen. But second and nine at the Cleveland twenty for the Browns, seven o six left. Highsmith involved again. He sacks Deshaun Watson. He, uh, Watson fumbles and TJ Watt seventeen yards of the house, and Pittsburgh held. Up twenty six to twenty two the rest of the way probably the most surprising thing I heard all night first ever defensive touchdown for T J Watt yeah I knew he had he'd scored on special teams before I guess but never on defense which yeah, is a surprise. that was a
3: shocker yeah and he easily scooped and scored there yep um,
2: but the, the Pittsburgh defense I mean the most on brand win ever 22 and the real sort of you know beyond the fact that the Steelers get to one and one and the Browns fall to one and one in what is probably going to be a tight AFC North the rest of the year the Browns lose. Their standout running back, Nick Chubb, and they do so uh, on the drive that eventually put Cleveland up 10 to 7. That was uh, in the second quarter. It was first and goal at the 8. Five-yard runs, you know, 34 seconds into the second quarter. Injured at a replay so bad that they wouldn't even show it on Monday Night Football. And that's it. This is a guy who... Uh, who busted up his knee in 2015? I believe it was his PCL and his MCL and yeah, all three. In LCL, yeah. yeah. I
3: mean, it sounds like there's fears. It's the exact same thing. Same again. knee.
2: Yeah. Um, do you believe in this Monday Night Football curse that everybody's tossing out here?
3: No. Aaron
2: Rodgers last week. Do you know what the last game, of, last Monday Night game from last year was? Demar Hamlin as well. So three in a row now where it's just been awful.
3: Yeah, I think you need, uh, like, like we talk about with trends, probably need a little bit more a little to little happen bit more of a sample before son? it's a curse. Yeah.
2: Well, curse trends are a little quicker to get there, Kelly. Yeah, I think everybody yeah. knows that. It's a curse trend. <laughs> it's a curse. Big takeaway from both of these two ball games. Anything macro?
3: Man, I, I don't really think there's much to take away besides all four of these teams seem to be pretty much what I expected them to be. I, I mean, do the Steelers really win that game? Uh, you know, if Nick Chubb goes out, you don't get two defensive touchdowns. I don't really know, um, you know, but like you say it all the time, this game's all about turnovers. It's like three point uh, percentage in the NBA. All you need to know is two. I mean, you told you if I told you two defensive touchdowns, we would have already known the result of this game today. I mean, that it doesn't take away the Pittsburgh Steelers' offense is is really really battling some troubles right now. Look, that Cleveland Browns defense is great, but. Um, you know, I, do either one of them have enough enough offense to really carry these teams into the playoffs? Is the question mark? I, I think I think even if you had lost this game, but you still had Nick Chubb available, you'd be still feeling good if you're the Cleveland I Browns, think that's a great point. But it's a du- but it's a double loss, good. right? You although lost the division Jerome, game. Although then,
2: Jerome Ford was great in his stead, but no one thinks that he's as good as Nick Chubb. I
3: mean, I was it. he though? Right? He had that one, he had that one like seventy yard carry. Yeah, and then but it's then he like,
2: had to hit another one that was great too. He had two really right, solid so Like
3: plays. take away those couple chunk plays yeah. though. And it's a bunch of small yardage games.
2: But your point about the Steelers, I mean, I think the Steelers thing is right, right? The 255 total yards, 70 on that one play. Mm-hmm. So really, you're sub 200 I without mean, that. You never got into the red zone. You never got to the 30. <laughs> to the 30. You never got to the 30. And, the, what and was
3: the uh, They lost seven yards in the fourth quarter. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Kenny like, Pickett, I mean, the jury is still very much out there. Maybe it's the play calling. I don't know. I was mentioning to folks last night, Najee Harris. I want, him li- I want to like him Dude, more.
3: I mean, you know I'm a big fan, and yeah. it's like, where, what's happening, man? Great
2: kid, by the way. Um, so that's it. And uh, we have one additional team now to the 2-0s, the New Orleans Saints. One additional team to the 0-2s. Carolina, we'll talk about again. Those two markets, last undefeated, last winless teams here in a moment. A couple other things I just want to mention from week two. One is this notion, because we talked about it on Guessing Lines yesterday, the Rams kicking the field goal at the end of that game against the Niners, which gave the Rams the cover, but honestly was sort of, and we talked about it, we were like, well, why are you kicking the field goal there? It makes no sense. And we sort of left it at that. And what I'm hearing from folks <laughs> through through the verse, right, Twitter verse, media verse, whatever it is, they think it's one of two things. One, he knew the spread and actually wanted to cover. Yeah. Or two, he was doing it for tie Breaker purposes. I would like to propose a third option for everybody out there because I know we're in this world where everybody loves a good conspiracy, and we're so close to the sun on betting and, and gambling that we're convinced anything that happens that way is something nefarious.
3: Yeah, yeah, no, yeah,
2: yeah. Option three is this: he just botched scoring twice. Right? He needed to score twice. They were down ten he's the clock was going he's calling players he's calling plays and in the end he intended to do a field goal and a touchdown or a touchdown first and a field goal and the way it worked out too much time ran off the clock they weren't exactly close enough to kick a touchdown and he just kind of went through with it even though it was brain dead at that so, point like i just don't think everything's a conspiracy
3: okay okay a i'm always that guy to try to calm people down like okay whoa, well, whoa, well, yeah. there's no conspiracy here okay do I think you are right? Yes, I think you're right. I, th- right. I think that, that McVeigh was just lost, lost count of time and lost at, lost control of this game near the end and didn't even know what to do with four seconds and just ran out the field goal team. I really want to believe that there was no more thought in it than just that. That it was like, well, all right, well, if you screwed this up, I do run out it. there. I do but, believe it. But... Kill. Of, of, of all the weird things I've seen in the NFL that involve a point spread, man, is this one way up there. We're the, like, what, are you, what were you? But, you had no but chance to win the but game.
2: But let's say the point spread wasn't that. Let's say it wasn't seven and a half, right? Let's say it was, uh, let's say it was in this case, six and a half. Sure. Right? He still needs two scores. Yeah. He still needs two but scores. But the
3: difference is, is he's thrown out the offense instead of the field. Goal no, that's. but
2: that's my point. He would have done the exact same thing. He would have done the exact we'll, same we'll thing we'll never know we'll never know but my point is is that everybody thinks they know and they're jumping to that conclusion that, and i'm just not willing like we're <laughs> giving these guys so much credit it's i think weak. you're making me this be this guy you're the conspiracy yeah, I guy you're making me be this guy okay? kelly kelly bidley conspiracy guy everybody. i think
3: you're right but i i'm gonna say we'll never know if he would have ran out the
2: offense and because we'll never know Everybody gets to talk about it like it's some massive conspiracy. Uh, we'll come back. <laughs> last winlets, last undefeated. Those markets are fascinating. We'll look at the schedules. And oh boy, did FanDuel lose some money? That's next. Numberscape
0: Visa, the sports betting network.
4: Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, watch Creighton, you know, watch Creighton. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon, the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton.
1: A numbers game on VSIN,
2: the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VSIN.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? The betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every five minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action but future events as well. Betting splits, yet another way that VSIN is here to make you smarter, better year round. Too many to name. Check them out. All today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com Gil Alexander, Kelly Bidlin, we get tweets at Beating the Book, Phil Weiss, no filter 37. The chances of uh, Watson being named anything other than defendant is zero. Oh, look at Phil Weiss. Jordan Pagel, Calvin Ridley winning the most ambiguous award in gambling after coming back from a suspension for gambling seems like the most gambling thing ever. <laughs> I think you're right, Jordan Pagel. Jesse Welch, Kelly Bin Laden nails Ohio versus Notre Dame. That's got to be a first, right? No disrespect intended. I, th- I think it is. I
3: think it is a first. I don't. But I think I've been close, like a point, point and a half before with it. Mm-hmm. A close to it. I don't think I've ever hit one right on the
2: I'm line. getting ready to give this fly these headphones. Yeah, I saw it. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's it's a show. saw fly. it around you. If you want to do the show that badly, fly. That Pepsi guy, Will, what happens if the Jets make the playoffs? Any thoughts on Zach Wilson at 100-1 for comeback player of the year? Oh, I have a thought, and that is No.
3: No, not at all. I mean, maybe if you're looking for that market next year in the XFL, uh, USFL, Reunited League or whatever, yeah, he might be in a good option there.
2: Oh, and Double Down 23 and Jason Stark both point out you left out Charlie Ward, two-sport athlete. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I obviously had an agenda for the list, okay?
2: You wanted to put Singleton in there? <laughs> I
3: needed to work Chris Singleton <laughs> I in to put Chris
2: Singleton in there. <laughs> and and I,
3: put... I wanted to work at Buster Posey because I thought, you know, yeah, Giants, Giants fan over here. Yeah,
2: Three-time champion. And
3: Burt Reynolds. You always got to mention how Burt Reynolds played yeah. football in like
2: the 50s. And Charlie Ward, downgrade for anti-Semitism. Sure. Uh-huh. Great. Great stuff. Uh, okay. Let's talk some more college football because we haven't had a chance to with guessing lines yesterday. Pete Futak joins us from College Football News. How you doing, Peter
1: speaking of anti uh, hey how's it going
2: great nice intro for me there uh, it's that's right it's you- a great transition pete i'll do that next
1: time I, I pre- appreciate it. i'd rather be I'd rather, I'd rather be known as the greatest quarterback in new york during the 90s you didn't play. but that's yeah but uh yeah but be that as it may i'm doing just fine
2: all right we got a lot to get to one let's talk about last week before we get to a bunch of really good games this week uh colorado needs a furious comeback um and they have to do it in overtime to get by Colorado State as north of three touchdown favorites. Uh, Now there's no Travis Hunter. This line against Oregon is shot up to three touchdowns, 21. Forget the cover. Any chance of them pulling off the unbelievable here and winning this out?
1: Absolutely. When you've got that offense, absolutely. And let's see if they're one of those teams that just needs the extra juice, that extra fuel, and they, they're obviously a grievance team where like, oh my gosh, you said something bad about, you know, you mocked my latte or something. They'll get all upset about it. Like that's, that's kind of <laughs> how they, my work. Latte. <laughs> so, and it worked like nobody believed in us against CCU and oh, no, Matt rule said bad stuff about my daddy and all that kind of stuff. But they were supposed to crush Colorado state. And so as much as they kind of wanted to make something out of the sunglasses comment, which was totally taken out of context by Jay uh it, 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 didn't, it didn't quite work. Now they get to do the, hey, look, no one believes in us again thing. And that seems to be just enough. That doesn't make up for the fact that they have no defense. But still, with that offense, yeah, they can. And I, you, you guys know better than I would. This has been, I've never seen anything like it. No. when it comes to the betting lines yeah. with Colorado. And I, I think the, the idea, the media, how they think of it, as the public, how they think of Colorado, and the betting public, how they think of Colorado, are three completely separate things. And it is just one of the weirdest things I I can remember ever remember when it comes to trying to figure out why.
2: Well, I will tell you that it's it, I love the story. I was very open about it on this show. I don't think I've ever said it about anything else where I rooted for something just for the content. And that was really it for Colorado. And I do have uh, Shador Sanders and Travis Hunter uh, Heisman bets. Obviously, uh, Hunter not looking good now at this point, but the Shador one does. At the number, I got one fifty to one. But like this was always the thing, even even as this story has gone, this was where the rubber met the road, right? It's the Oregon USC yeah. part of the schedule.
3: So
1: I mean, well, I, sorry to cut you off, but the, the problem is your Shador bet. First of all, Travis Hunter, I told you that was never going to work. He's never going to win the Heisman. But Shadur, like the problem was, he had a high. They had first in ninety eight. Yeah. And he had a Heisman moment, but yeah, he it was two AM on the east coast and no one saw it.
2: Two so, don't don't sell then, it short. Two it was two thirty. Like I mean that's what whose idea, Pete? And by the way I talked about today, like there's no day baseball, which is such a missed opportunity for baseball. Whose idea holy. was it to just make that game as late as possible? It was
1: so I, ridiculous. I, 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 I honestly assuming that they everyone thought it was going to be thirty one nothing after the first quarter. I just because Colorado State, we, we what got weirded out in this whole thing is just how bad Colorado State has been for the last four years. And they, you're right. I mean, they, they should not have been close in this game. But that was a Heisman moment. And now let's see what happens because uh-huh. he gets Bo Because now, now the Heisman's going to shake out in the next two weeks because we have Bo Nicks this week. If he rocks against that. He's got Caleb Williams coming to Colorado, and that's, that's where that's going to happen. Not the pivot here, but if Sam Hart, you want to talk about where you're getting Sam Hartman? If he blows up on Ohio State because everyone's going to watch that, that might be an early favorite there as well. So this is all going to be kind of crazy pretty quick. All those Pac-12 guys, they're all going to beat each other off. Uh, every quarterback going to throw for 350 yards every single game. And they're all going to kind of knock each other out. So who's going to rise up out of that whole pack when it comes to the Heisman betting?
2: All right. We got four minutes. So I want to do all this rapid fire, Pete. Uh, Colorado's adjusted we- season win total, by the way, six and a half. Remember it was pre-flop three and a half. I don't need you to comment on that, but I want you to comment on Alabama's adjusted season win total, which is now eight and a half. Are they going oh. over
1: that or not? Of course they are. They're elephant. They'll figure it out. Of course you would say that, Pete. Yes. They do though. It's just every time I think they don't, then all of a sudden they end up playing and winning the national championship. Just they'll they'll figure something out. They'll adjust, and they'll have that midseason thing. So, yes, they will definitely go over the eight and a half.
2: Pete, you were minus 1,000 to say over on that. I wish I could have bet on
1: that. Duh. (laughs) Because it's it's Alabama. Because, you know what? There there are so many receipts paid by Alabama for the last 10 years. If I'm wrong on this, I'm still up a gajillion on this call.
2: All right. Let's let's go through some of the great uh, marquee games from this weekend. UCLA and Utah, the Utes favored by four and a half. Your thoughts?
1: I always take Utah at home, especially a close game like this. UCLA is absolutely the real deal, but uh, until proven otherwise, in this Pac-12 and this great and this great year for the conference, keep taking the home team, especially if it's only four and a half.
2: All right, what about Ohio State and Notre Dame? Ohio State favored by three and a hook.
1: Not, not even thinking, just throwing Ohio State. Even though in uh, everyone I'm seeing likes Notre Dame. I, I, you know what? This might be the Texas Alabama, you know, sort of Florida State LSU, North Carolina, South Carolina curveball we've seen. I wouldn't be shocked if Notre Dame wins, but Ohio State. I, I'm always, you know me, I'm always going to take talent over uh, the storyline. All
2: right, what about? Let's go back to Alabama. What about Ole Miss at Bama? The the uh, Crimson Tide favored by seven here.
1: Oh, Mister Alabama! Here as i was saying all that hoo ha. I want nothing to do with this game. I just, yeah, I, Ole Miss is good. They've got an offense. Lane Kiffin, I, 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 you want to, just could bet on Lane Kiffin being the next Bama head coach to do it because that's going to happen in the next three years. I, I love this Ole Miss team. Bama's Bama at home. I never want to go against them. I want nothing to do with it. If I have to, I'm saying Bama, but not to cover.
2: Okay, with Alabama looking shaky, With a Georgia not exactly dominating opponents, is Texas the most complete team in the country? And are they worth a national championship bet?
1: Y'all didn't see them. You know, I talk about TV. No one saw that. It was on the Longhorn Network at the same time as Florida, uh, uh, Tennessee wrapping up and just as Colorado. was going. Texas was awful until the final, until the fourth, whatever. and, And the final score looked good. They're going to get beaten by someone. Whether it's, it's first of all Texas, they're going to blow it. Uh, but you want, if you want to talk about who looks complete right now, yes, LSU. LSU. It might be too late. They can't lose another game. But if you're to go with your original thought and point, if Alabama is struggling and the SEC is looking really, really meh, LSU look like a killer. Against Mississippi State and Mississippi State's got a defense and they couldn't do anything to stop that. So if LSU figured it out again, kind of like they did last year, they're still They still got that big matzo ball hanging in the back at the end there. If they get to the SEC championship, like they did last season uh, with Georgia, but they are looking really, really good
2: note, Kelly, that he did not say FSU. He said LSU. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Yeah. note that. Uh, my buddy my buddy was like, is Oklahoma worth it? I'm like, please, no, Oklahoma,
1: do not do that. So LSU would be... I your- don't know! Yeah. I... I- Are are we sure? I mean, that offense all of a sudden is is working again. I mean, Oklahoma, Texas is a toss up at this point. Yeah. So if if you're thinking if you're thinking that I get I get it, it's Oklahoma. They're not winning the national championship, but uh, they're pretty good until proven otherwise. They've been there are a couple under the radar teams: Ohio State, Penn State, and even to a sorry Oklahoma, Penn State, and to a certain extent. We'll find out this week, Notre Dame. Thank you, Pete. Those three.
2: Those three. Later, guys. Appreciate it. Pete Futak, at Pete Futak, F-I-U-T-A-K on Twitter. Coming back.
6: This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class.
2: A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN shows are clashing. We've got a subscription contest going between the shows here at VSIN, and we need your help to win at stake a $1,000 voucher at Circus Sportsbooks to be used on a Super Bowl futures ticket. To sweeten the deal for you, you'll save 10% when you sign up for a new VSIN Pro annual subscription and use promo code ANG. That's a numbers game. ANG. Bragging rights and a juicy futures ticket is on the line. It's time to start betting smarter and help us do the same. Visit VSIN.com. Slash subscribe to sign up for a new VSIN pro annual subscription. Save 10% with promo code A N G ANG.com. Slash subscribe. Now, I asked you this on air yesterday, and you were like, off air conversation, Gil. Do you know how this works now? So, yeah, we just need people to sign up. Well, yes, but the part about the futures ticket. So then, if, if they no, I reread Bill's email, I still don't really you fully still don't get understand it. it. <laughs> I thought I was going. Great! I'll ask Kelly. He he knows now. No, he doesn't know now. I said it to he you though, too. If you want oh, you to to it it me. yeah. I think it's the winning show
3: from that pool. Yes. Then they do some kind of. I believe that it. I believe that lottery. They didn't say what happens to the last place show though. We might, you know, oh. yeah, sign up because I don't want to be on the chopping block. Okay. I, you know, If we don't win a thousand dollars, that's one thing. Yeah. Last place show. Yeah. Relegation. We might get relegated even further. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, I have a tennis play today. Oh, yeah. yeah Which we do, forgot yes. to do
2: uh, in Guadalajara, Mexico. Uh, the uh, This is a thousand tournament, but it's, so it's like the next best really? thing to a slam, but everybody
3: pulled out. I've learned so much about these tennis tournaments oh. the past few months. Oh, you're, so, welcome. Yeah, yeah. you're quite welcome. It says, I knew immediately that a thousand was, it was a higher level tournament than the 500 they played in San Diego last week.
2: That's correct. But you know what? Not really a great field as far as thousands are concerned because everybody pulled out of this. Like five different players have pulled out. Um, I Wouldn't have. Would you a- say Mexico City, Guadalajara? Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, still elevation for sure. That's where I was going to bring yeah. it up. Okay. Um, Alicia Parks is north of three dollars versus Anjabur. This should not be anywhere close to this price. I am playing Alicia Parks at plus three fourteen. Uh, it's at 5 Eastern to uh, Pacific is when it's scheduled for. You know how tennis goes. Might be around there. Might be a little later. Um, but Anjabor has not been herself. She has been playing shaky tennis. This is a reputation line. Uh, nothing to do with current form. And there is no reason for this price to be what it is. Should Parks be the dog? Of course she should be. But plus 314, you gots to take a shot at that. Alicia parks whose hardcore numbers are solid on have not been Alicia Parks plus 314 your tennis play of the day and a big dog at that all right um, well let me read a couple tweets first before we get to our updated power rankings a lot of tweets today we really appreciate it all and the quality is so good the best listeners of any show on any planet on in any galaxy in a Milky Way, in a galaxy, I don't know. What I'm doing. Scott, New York Mess sixteen. Does Colorado have the team speed to compete with the big boys of the Pac ten? He says Pac ten. Sanders, I want to go Pac eight while we're at it. Pac four, really, or Pac two? <laughs> Sanders got <laughs> run down from behind several times by D lineman on Colorado State. They can score, but the explosive plays may start to dwindle. If I am correct, thoughts. Uh, your your opinion is shared by most uh, New York Mess. Uh, I don't think there's many people who believe they can pull it off in this one, ergo the market price. Bill Hooker, Warwick Dunn, you forgot, great athlete, even better human being, FSU greats, Warwick Dunn, Mm -hmm. what a great college football career. I thought he was going to be so good in the pros. He was okay.
6: He He was, you know,
2: a good pro. Uh, and then uh, finally, uh, oh, Phil Weiss is like, "Just say uncle already about Strider." It's not me who didn't say uncle; it's Mark, Bort. it's Mark Borch who didn't say. Yeah, yeah, uncle. we said uncle. We yeah. said uncle. Believe it. We said uncle a long time ago. And then SoCal Fantasy. I uh, love the music in the background. Sounds like you're headed to commercial the entire segment. <laughs> That's why we keep you on your toes. So <laughs> we're doing. It's a, it could be going it could be, <laughs> no, right now. Don't go anywhere. What about right now? <laughs> <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for our week between week two and week three power yeah. rankings in the NFL oh. boom plug it in let's plug it in 107.5 the bone <laughs> it's an actual st- I
3: think you keep, keep. Was- 103.1 the buzz <laughs>
2: 107.5 the bone is actually a station in oh, San really? Francisco okay, Yeah, right. it's a rock and roll stage. yeah I keep naming the one in South 5, Florida 107.5 the bone <laughs> the at least bone. it used to be I don't know what it is now I'm like my, my radio days stopped like 10 years ago so yeah. it's like, um All right. So Kelly was saying this earlier, and I think this is true. After week one, you really don't know anything because you have the one data point. We we probably don't know that much right now, but it's a little more solidified. And I do want to say that my top 10 after week one, which some might have said was a little shaky, that kind of bore out nicely. Let me just give you what my updated uh, top 10 are. And again, why do we do power rankings? Everybody should do rankings and ratings in every sport that they handicap to have a baseline to go yeah. off of. Uh, I've got the Niners still
3: at number one. And, and this is the most basic way to do it, but yeah. we still, we've been doing it for, what, three, four years yep. now together? Yep. And it's like, it's still insanely interesting it me, is. to me every week we do this. Because like you said, week one, it was like, wow. Well, there's more than ten good teams. How do I possibly rank all these? <laughs> and then, like this week, it's like I don't. We're already at the point of like I don't know who's nine
2: and ten. Who knows? Oh, it's it 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 contextualizes the league for you, yeah. and you realize
3: god do most teams suck or are like really mediocre or and then you know we're already we're we're just past week two and it's like well i gotta take this team out because this guy got injured already right he's out for the year
2: that too or or it's also like we're past week two and we're like well i can tell you all the playoff teams already right (laughs) or or, or generally Uh, i have the niners number one they were number one after week one they remain number one they're still the most complete team in football to me the chiefs remain number two that uh, yeah, I get it. They you know they're one and one. They're still the Chiefs though. They still have Patrick Mahomes. Last I checked, they will be number two unless uh, events dictate otherwise for me. Cowboys uh, an Eagles flip. Cowboys go to three. Eagles go to four. Cowboys still haven't played anybody, um, but it's only two weeks. And uh, but the Cowboys have been so complete on offense and defense. So they get the nod over the Eagles. Eagles are still great. They're number four. So you have three NFC East. Excuse me. Three NFC teams in the top four. Niners, Chiefs, Cowboys, Eagles. And then Dolphins remain at number five for me. They were five last week. They remain number five. They're two and oh two road wins for the Dolphins at the Chargers, at the Patriots. Pretty darn good opponents, too, that they win both on the road. They have to be number five. I got the Bills moving up from seven to six. I I was not willing to knock the Bills out after their loss to the Jets. I still think they're among the best teams in the NFL. I got the Ravens moving up to number seven. They were in my top 10 last week. I've got them up at number seven. This organization, Kelly, just remains solid year after year. And Lamar Jackson looks great. Yep. I got the Jaguars moving up from 10 to eight. Even with their loss to the Chiefs, I think they put in a great defensive performance. They're number eight. Now, here's where it got difficult for me.
3: Yes. Well, the, Cause, actually, cause we nine... we do have... We have the same eight teams in our top eight. Oh, well, we just do. they're just mixed around. Oh, yeah. interesting.
2: I had to put the Rams at number nine. Go crazy. I know a lot of you are like, what? You have the Rams at number nine? They crushed the Seahawks on the road and led the Niners deep into the second quarter... And were, it was a one-score game until late against the Niners. You tell me who else deserves to be number nine, if not the Rams. I got the Rams at number nine, and then 10 was really difficult. Believe it or not, I struggled to, to prevent myself from putting the Chargers at number 10. Because in my heart of hearts, do I believe they're worse than 10? Probably not. But they can't win football games no matter what they do. So I got the Seahawks at 10. Um, Yes, they got crushed by the Rams, but they bounced back nicely at Detroit. I got the Seahawks at number 10. Teams on the outside looking in do include teams like the Chargers and the Patriots and the Lions and teams of that ilk. No Browns because of the Chubb injury, and they weren't in my top 10 last week. No Bengals last week. They're certainly not in it this week either. You.
3: You mentioned Patriots there. Okay. Yeah. like You the, you would still have them like 12, 13, somewhere? They're there, in the top 15 for me. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I don't think they're there. For, I don't even think they're top 15 for me. Oh, okay. Me. What do you, what do you the got? outside looking in is almost as interesting. It as It is discussion because there's a handful yeah. of those and then it drops off a cliff.
2: By the way, Washington, Tampa Bay, Atlanta, all three two and 2-0s, they're not in that group to me.
3: Yeah. OK, I'm going to start. I'll go the other way then. I'm going to start 10 and 9 because okay. I did, I had the same battle in my mind. It's like, where, where, what do you put 9-10? I was like, you know what? I can't. I'm not dropping the Bengals completely out of it until like Joe Burrow is not playing okay. anymore. He might not. So I had <laughs> left him right at ten. It was my easy way of slotting someone in at ten, and then I put the Seahawks nine. Okay, I, so under- we had we had nine out of ten the same. Yeah, I understand why you went Rams there. And l- last week, if you guys were watching this at all, it was I had. Three NFC teams at the top, and then the rest of it was AFC teams. So, like, that is how some of the AFC teams have been affected, whether by injury or whatever, um, has shaken this up a little bit. That's why Seahawks are really in there and coming off of a buy-off, uh from the Lions. Jaguars kind of just get moved up. Kind of. Based off of just, you yeah. know, teams falling out, Ooh, right? Drift. So. They go up, and I'm not really going to punish them for losing to the Kansas City Chiefs. So they're at eight. Seven, uh, you know, I, I went bills kind of out of it week, week one, whatever. They're, they're still a very good defensive team. I think they they belong in this top ten, especially as teams are falling out. So seven, I'm with you on the Ravens, man. I mean, that, that's a team that I thought people were, were over, you know, over, making too much out of the coordinator change in the offseason. But at the same time, like, I do expect that team's going to be uh, way better. And John Harbaugh's a great head coach. Dolphins, five. We have the same top five. Dolphins, five. Chiefs, four for me. I kept the NFC teams at the top. I will keep them there until one of them loses, I think. Cowboys, number one for me, though. What does this tell us? That it's pretty static already. Like, we
2: have nine of the top ten similar? It's interesting. Happened last year like this, too. We've done all we can do. Best bets is next. Enjoy from Visa. The Sports Betting Network.
0: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.